Welcome to the XY Advisor podcast. To join a global community of financial advisors sharing and learning with one another to drive the positive evolution of financial advice, head to xyadvisor.com. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with Hub24. Hub24 make a difference in the lives of advisors by connecting you to innovative solutions that create opportunities with market-leading managed portfolios and customer service excellence. Want to know more? Visit hub24.com.au. How's it going? What do you know? Strike Light Clayton here with one of, if not the most podcasted financial planner in Australia, Paul Mann. Mate, thank you for coming back on. No problems at all, Clay. Great to see you again, mate. It's been a while. Um, yes. But, uh, you know, there's been reasons for that, hasn't there? Uh, <laughs> yes. The, the, the world is a very different place in a very short amount of time. Um, a bit, for many reasons. Uh, for many reasons. And congratulations, mate, on the birth of your yes. child. Fantastic. Yes. 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 That's awesome. And yeah. also, congratulations on uh, on your first raising of uh, XY Advisor, mate. That's uh, yeah. Thing I was there right at the start when we had that conversation many years yes. ago in North Sydney, um, yes. saying, "What are you doing, mate?" And yes. uh, look what you've done! Congratulations, and uh, and I must say I'm very happy to be on board as well as a as a uh, as a shareholder. I think I is what, yeah. I, what it's called. So yeah, yeah. mate, interesting. That's- that's a um, really good point. The, the, the fathering and the raise sort of happen at the same time. I'm not sure if I'd recommend both of those events going on at the same time, but oh, uh, it uh, was... Take a big bite and chew like hell, you know, <laughs> exactly. that's all you're going to do. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, thank you. It's, um, yeah, the, the, the dad stuff, love it. Um, and the raise uh, was successful, which, you know, is a huge relief and, yeah, we've got some, some big plans. But um, as, as, as way of background, Paul, Paul and I were introduced. Um, he was my mentor when I sort of first launched my company and, uh, in financial planning. And um, you're now, you, you head up the, the work, the, the, how do you, the WSSA. WSSA, yeah, yes. Workplace Super Specialist Australia. Um, yes. And I'm also, yeah, that, that's sort of a part-time gig. And then I'm also a full-time advisor um with true direction financial yeah so you got a lot on your plate as well and then before all that you were obviously a general manager at MoneyWise, uh which is a, a huge uh financial services company that was doing uh advice for many many large companies um around australia and also started out in trading. If anyone wants to go back and listen to the <laughs> playlist the poor man playlist we covered yeah, that was back at the first one yeah back yeah. The- as we know, my first, my first job was a chalky on the stock exchange. So there yeah, you go. That's, uh, my my age. I, I have flipped over um, yeah, to 50 this year. So um, made it uh, <laughs> halfway, I reckon. Yes. <laughs> um, been a great journey and, and a very interesting one. And, uh, and, you know, this year has been one of the most momentous. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah. And the reason why I uh, love catching up with you is not only do you have a, a, a big hand in sort of the industry as a whole, um, and not only do you have like uh, one of the highest quality sort of investment overviews uh, for a financial planner, but you also 
are super involved in the behavioral side. I mean, some of the books that you've had me read over the years was Selling with a Noble Purpose, um, Good to Great, you know, all of these ideas which that making me think bigger at the time and sort of saying actually financial advice is about more than just um, investments and considering your pedigree, it was sort of, it was a, an interesting thing to, to come across, you know, like a lot of advisors, if they have the background that you have, uh, you know, starting out in the stock exchange and being really involved in that equity um, piece, but then to go to the other side and be like, actually there's a lot of handholding that, be, that can be done a lot of, rewiring of behavioral um you know well i should say behavior and mm. and you know achieving results not just not just on the investment side that's kind of like the bread and butter it's ticket to the game you shouldn't be a financial planner if you can't do that but then there's so much more on top of that that you can do and that was always i guess an amazing thing you were one of the first people to sort of introduce me to that concept and then that's sort of blown up into a, a big team that is now um xy advisor mate yeah, i want to true yeah, I, I, I want to talk to you today about what you're doing as a financial planner for clients, you know, uh, after sort of, I guess, we've seen a lot go on in the market. Um, I'm keen to sort of find out, you know, what it is that you're doing for people these days. Has it changed or is it the same? And, and mate, talk to us about what's going on. Well, okay. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a big intro, mate. And uh, you said a lot there. Um, look, at the end of the day, I realized that chasing returns for clients isn't the reason that you're a financial advisor. It's too hard to pick. You know, and, and I think you can add a lot more value, not trying to chase the latest stock, the latest, newest EFT, you know, ETF, buddy, um, you know, let, let, you know look, look at the um, listed investment company situation, LIC. Yeah. I mean, people chasing all these new and tangled things. I realized quite a long time ago that the core of what we do is changing people's attitudes to money. That's the basics. That's what we need to do. And you use, you know, I think I've said this to you a long time, you know, you use your skills for good, not evil. You know, you, you become, yeah. you, you read a sales book, you know, and there's one yeah. of the best pieces of advice I've ever been given. I think I've said this in the past, you know, read a sales book every year, but then use your powers for good, not evil. You know, I, I, I yeah. and in sales, it's about moving people from one side to the other. It's about communication. It's about, um, you know, opening people up and understanding what they're doing. And it's not selling them something. That's not what we do. Yes. What we, you know, it's not product. And, and I know you've said this a lot. Product is not what advisors do. You know, advice is what advisors do. And advice is about moving someone from a situation where, they're probably not utilizing their capital in the right way. They're not maximizing their position. They don't actually understand their position. They're not in control of their position. Yeah. Our skill piece is from movement from there to a place where they are in control and are making decisions based on a, a knowledgeable from a, from a knowledgeable place. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's not being, a, it's not my uh, position to judge what they do. You know, I don't care if they spend their money on whatever they want to spend it on, as long as they understand what they're doing and they're not doing it just from habits that they've learned or haven't learned from, from a very young age. Uh, and we'll get into that in a sec, but yeah, you know, or their wants are driving them, not their needs. And they don't understand where they're at. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I think, I think yeah. everyone has this sort of attitude to money that's set in stone from a really 
young age. So what, what's, what's so interesting about that, and it is interesting, is um, we all have sort of an attachment to say money that meant a lot to us when we were young, but then the larger that those sums get, it's almost there's an emotional disconnect because, because let's say, you know, you grow up and you get $10 from your grandma for your birthday, right? You have a lot of value for that $10, but then, you know, you know like uh, 20 years later, when you're making $100,000, $150,000, maybe even more per year in salary, we don't have that emotional connection to such large sums of money. And so it, it can totally get away from us. So people's uh, responses to large sums of money, I've found are far more devil, devil may care and laissez-faire than compared to small amounts of money. People often get will get annoyed if they leave say $5 on the ground, like drop $5 or find $5 on the ground, then they are about wasting $50,000 over the course of you know, a year or two on stuff that they shouldn't be wasting their money on. And I think you're exactly right. It's almost like the advisor is the personification of a, a relationship with money that never occurred when, when individuals were young. So remember money is... Whilst it is a physical black and white, you know, it's, 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 you know, dollars and cents and it's, you know, numbers in, in now it's numbers on your phone and it's just, it's this just man-made thing. Yeah. Remember for most people, it's emotional. Oh yeah. Right. It is emotion. Money is emotion. Emotions are tied to it in every way from your formative years all the way through. And your bias towards money is emotionally driven. And, And that's right. It's, it's not that $5 that, you know, you, oh, what, where's that gone? You know, I've lost it. Like, that's fear of, well, you know, I'm not in control. It's fear of, you know, it's these basic emotions that are yeah. driving your opinions and your attitudes to money. And again, that comes from, I see, especially in our society and every society is different. Our society, you know, your Western, your basic Western, you know, dinner table, you don't talk about money around the dinner table. You don't talk about money. You don't talk about sex. You don't talk about religion. You don't talk about politics. Not generally. Like families are all different, but they're yeah. the sort of, you know, well, you you know, you vote this way because that's how you vote. You know, you you're born born a Protestant. You're a Protestant. You're born a Catholic. You're a Catholic. Whatever it is, right? Yeah. Money, Dad. Where, where's that? Oh, don't worry about money. We don't talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Full stop. Because whether you got it or you haven't. You know, if you haven't got it, you don't want anyone to know. If you have got it, you don't want anyone to know, right? Um, if you haven't got it, you want to get it. If you have got it, you don't want to lose it. Um, yeah. Yeah. All these cyclical pieces that just are a fully emotional um, res- you know, human responses to, to this man-made uh, thing that, that makes our, our world go around. Um, yeah. I find most of my work is about dealing with those emotions and taking that out of it, um, getting people to a, a factual spot where they know exactly what they've got, how to manage it. You know, we put a structure in place that allows them to understand what they can spend and, and has everything else apportioned and making sure that you have guilt-free spending in there as well. Right. Um, Unless you're, you, you're the one that gave me the concept of the spending plan rather than yeah, the saving plan. Hundred percent, mate. That's yeah. We we did that a long time ago. Mm. Um, to put a positive spin on it, how you spend your money, not 
Yeah. You know, it's not always being on a diet because if you're always on a diet, you're, you're, it's, a, it's, a, it's a painful thing, right? Yes. But if you have a good eating plan, you feel like you're in control and it's positive and you get a cheat day and you feel good about it. And, yeah. And, you know, it, 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 unless you have a positive spin on it, you know, you're just always hacking away. And, you know, Kath, my business partner, and I really hone on people's structure, you know. But again, I can talk about, you know, the best, stocks right now, what's happening in the markets, the, the arbitrage between different areas, you know, we're short. To, I mean, I could go into that at length, but I can add way more value to my client's life by actually putting a good banking structure in place Yeah. and taking the fear out of have they got enough money, you know? Yeah. One thing, you know, especially, you know, and it's not something we've done previously that much, but we have got quite a few retiree clients now. The best thing we ever do for them is put a projection in place showing them how long their money lasts. Mm. You do that and they go, oh, so I've got enough money to last. Yeah. You know, uh, and you do that, that's all they care about. You know, they, they just have this fear that's going to run out. And some of it's just not, you know, it just it doesn't make any sense what they're thinking. Yes. But they have it, you know. I had a client in their 90s recently who has more than enough money than they will ever, ever need. <laughs> but has that, has that inbuilt fear because he spent the past 90 odd years of his life making sure that that's the case. Yes. So he can't get away from that. Yeah. Regardless of it, right? Um, so that's just taking that fear out, showing them that look, you're okay. And, and that's what our, you know, that emotional response, however you do it, is the key. And it's imprinted, as we said, from a very early age, from those dinner table conversations that you don't have. So you, you, are grow, you grow up thinking money is this thing that you can't talk about. So who do you talk to, to it about? And where, where do you learn about it? You know, where, and, and how do you learn about it? Because you don't learn about it. You, 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 you learn about how to count at school. <laughs> yeah. You might do commerce or, you know, a bit of economics in year, year nine, year 10. That's supply and demand. That's not how to run your money. Yeah, we you learn you learn finance at university. You learn debits, credits, you know, uh, yeah, supply, demand, fluctuations, strategies. You learn everything that's rational. But the thing you don't learn in 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 uh, university is personal finance. You well, learn the, everything the, about corporate finance, but not personal finance. One of the funny things, what like funny things, one of the things I used to do, we do a lot at. Uh, flight center back in money wise global days you know flight center was great at training people to be really good business people those people who sat in front of those in those offices you know who the team leaders there they ran their shop they knew where every dollar was coming in where every dollar was coming out where you know because they were getting charged by the company for all different they were really really good small business people they knew their stuff and then their personal finances would be a mess yeah so I used to bridge the gap and say, well, let's just call this, this, and, and actually go, well, why don't you put that system in your personal life? You know, you, you understand how much money's coming in and when it's coming in, you can budget out for the whole year. You know what your outgoings are, you know what your, your cost of seat is or cost of life as, as we call it now, but you know, what, what your base costs are and, and where your variable spending is. Put that in your personal life. And you used to wait, I used to wait and wait and wait, and then you'd just see the light bulb moment, and they'd go, oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's this weird thing because it's so personal, because it's so emotional, because it's this ethereal thing that people are terrified to look at because it's almost like, I, I can't remember. I don't even know how to pronounce the guy's name. Schrodinger's or something. Schrodinger's cat where the cat is both alive and dead in the box at the same time until you look at it. And it's almost like it, your personal yeah. finances uh, is it okay or is it not okay? And it's both at the same time if I never check. And so it's almost yeah. the default position is I'm so emotionally attached to this situation and to my own outcome that I, it's almost scarier to check than it is to even understand in the first place. And again, this goes back to that very early age where you, know, you don't know. You don't know what's good and you don't know what's bad. And, there, you know, and with money, um, there's no uh, blood pressure. There's no heartbeat. Like, you know, as humans, you, know, you go to a doctor and he tells you, well, your blood pressure's high, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, how do you yeah. know that? Because there's a, there's a benchmark. There's a right? tool, yes. There's a benchmark that we all should have a blood pressure of so much. You know, I'm not going to go into blood pressure because mine's a little bit high right now. Um, <laughs> but, you know, uh, uh, you know, they do a blood test on you and they know wh- whether you've been good or not, right? Yeah. There is no benchmark with money because some people want billions and don't feel comfortable like, even then that, you know, that, that's their, they just can't get enough. And some people don't, they give it all away. They don't need much, you know, they yeah. just, it's not important to them. And that's fine. They're both fine. There's no, you should have this. You know, we, we, we all run with a few benchmarks that we think, well, you know, you should have a million dollars in your super and a, and, a, and a few investment properties paid off, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Some people don't want that, mate. They just want a simple life and good luck to them. That's fantastic. And some people just yeah, want more. Absolutely. Well, Work I- hard and, and do what you need to do. Um, but there's no, so for me as an advisor, sitting down with these people, getting them to unlearn the fears and unlearn, unlearn the, 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 the scars of the past and reapply it in a new, in a new structure and, 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 uh, and to take control of what they're doing. That's the key, right? And to have, what is their benchmark? What are they looking for? What, what's their, what's their future look like? What are they, you know, we talk about goals, and, you know, goals based advice and all that. I mean, that's, that's not a new thing. I mean, that's, that's what should have been everyone. Yeah. Unless you hone in on what people are trying to achieve, how are you going to get them to achieve it? Yeah. You know, and that's for me, my job. That's what I do. I, I need to be that trusted best friend to them who they confide in and open up to and talk to me about their fears, talk to me about their, their dreams and aspirations and what's holding them back from that. And, and my job's to, realign it all and help them through it and show them the way forward you know the other thing is you you can't make them do it you can't you know you you put all these things in place and if they go back to their old habits well that's something we we need to realign back again you know and that that is a hard thing and it happens quite a lot and that's where education and breaking breaking it down and not trying to not trying to pretend that we have some secret sauce that is our little piece that we you know only, only if you come back to me i'll give you this secret sauce and i'll fix it every time yeah, um, yeah. that's not the thing you know if anything it's the other way around where we we open it up as much as possible and and show them what this is how it all works empower 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 you know um, yeah and get people to a situation where they're absolutely in control of what they do and they're and, and from a day-to-day basis and know in general terms 
where they're headed, you know? Um, yeah, which is, but- which is super valuable. And the coolest thing is, uh, I would say that if you want to call it the revolution in, in financial advice, the way that you're, the way that you've always spoken to me about financial planning, I would say is a more and more and more common conversation in financial planning, which is just so relieving. Um, well, it's almost, it yeah, yeah, well, it it's, it's it almost mandatory at this stage, but it, it's still, it's still a really good thing that I would say the chances now of someone walking into, uh, you know, let, let's say if they were, someone was to open the, the yellow pages, for example, I got a hilarious story actually about yellow pages. So at Christmas time last year, my wife was talking to my mum. And my wife goes, uh, I'm looking to get a, uh, a massage, you know, like just to, uh, on the shoulders. And mum goes, oh, here you go. Here's the yellow pages. It'll save you from Googling it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, oh, Ye- the yellow pages exist. The, ye- the yellow pages should do a TV ad with just uh, that one line. Brilliant. Anyway, so if it someone was to it just to pick it up out of the yellow pages or, <laughs> or, or Google, whatever your preference is. Yeah. Um, For those so, of you who, who, are, who are quite young, the yellow pages was an old thing that we used to have, <laughs> <laughs> which was full of companies and, uh, and, uh, and their details. phone numbers and their contact details. Yeah. Yeah. So well, good. You used to get two of them. They were about three inches <laughs> thick each one. Eight, eight a K and uh, yeah, <laughs> L to Z. Right. That's awesome. And, um, and so if, if someone is to randomly find a, a financial planner, the chances that they're going to talk to an advisor who, who are talking about the things that, that you're talking about and that you've been espousing for a long time, the, the chances of that happening has gone up, which like from, from an industry point of view, I, I'm really happy about. Um, but at the same time, you know, you've got the people like you that have been talking about it for a long time, Mate, I'm interested to find out because we touched on it really briefly before we started recording. You've got, uh, you've got a uh, an education, but it's more than an education. You've got courses, but it's more than courses. I, I want to know, like, how are you using these digital and and like, how did you build it, and how do people access it? And I'm interested to find out how you're using technology. So to go back to your point, that you're right. The, if you have a, a bit of money and um, need financial advice, the marketplace has never been better. It's never yeah. been stronger. It's never been, you know, you're not going to be flogged with a product that's aligned yeah. to wherever the, the person, you know, the, the, yeah. the advisor works. Yeah, you're right. It's going to be holistic. It's going to be strategy focused. Um, Which fantastic. Is excellent. For our industry, we love yeah. that. You and I yeah. have been talking about it forever. That's our, you know, that's our, it should be, and we're on our way to hopefully less compliance and, and, and make things easier and because uh, yes. we're doing the right thing. Yes. So that market, well, if it's not saturated, it's never been better, right? Yeah. Um, so how do we, so we, we've decided quite a while ago that we wanted to do more than that. And that's Kath and I, that's why we were, um, you know, money-wise, what, what we did, we, we affected a lot of people. We've always had passion for financial literacy um, and, and, you know, financial education. Now, financial literacy has morphed into financial well-being. I mean, it, it, there, there's a lot of things that people are calling it. Um, essentially, it's getting to people earlier to get them to have a good grounding in how to manage your money, right? The basics. 
instead of paying an advisor, you know, how many hundred dollars an hour to, to take you through that, um, our, our vision has been to get people who can't afford full financial advice to start their journey earlier. Right. Okay. Start their journey earlier. Start understanding how to budget. Wow. So you've, you've built a course for people who aren't your clients. Yes. Wow. That's so, 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 so this isn't for, yeah, look, our clients would benefit in some parts from this course, but it's, um, it's more about how how do we, how do we start this earlier? How, How do we get people on the, on the journey earlier? How do we start people from year 10, year 11, year 12, university, first job? How, how do you start? Where do you start? You know, cause you can take this all the way back, you know, yeah. and, and we're hopefully influencing. So we, we talk about uh, this with, with uh, our clients who are parents. Interesting. How, how, to, how to start their children on a program, how, how to get them to, to understand the value of money. Um, you know, I've got two kids, you know, mine, mine are almost, one's almost 14, one's almost 18. And yeah, I've been talking to them about these, uh, elements for, for a very long time. And it's not about um, the stock market. You know, my, my, my son, my oldest son, he's, uh, he, he understands the basics of the stock market, but, you know, it's not about that. It's about asset classes, as you know, and those sorts of things. So how, where do you start with this? And for us, it's, it's actually taking it all the way back to someone to have the realisation that they need to start. Like that's yeah. all the way back to, oh, okay, I need to do this. So that, that's the first step, right? I, I, I'm not in control of my money. And it's not because often we find, again, people get to a stage, you know, they're 40 or 50 and they go, oh, I need to deal with my super. It's like, great. You should have been doing this when you're 20. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm, I, I, my credit cards are maxed out. I'm in a lot of trouble. I need to see an advisor. Actually, again, we should have started this when you had your first job where you actually save up for things and have, you know, spending money and, so these basic principles, if we can influence people right from the very beginning, give them those skills, that's going to lead to a much better result later on uh, for, for, the, for, the, for the whole community, yeah. um, for the whole of Australia, for globally, whatever it is, right? If you can have that sort of influence and change the, the, uh, the, the conversation to let's, let's try and uh, mandate everyone into the right my super um, super fund <laughs> yeah 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 and 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 that'll that'll fix this problem it won't it's ridiculous and don't start me down that track like it's just <laughs> wrong which is the best super fund well bloody hell yeah um, yeah yeah actually just on that um oh, I, had a, I had a cousin a young cousin uh who can who you know like because i kicked off my financial planning business in 2013 and he was he he, he said, actually, Clayton, I want to come chat to you. And he was only about, you know, like 20 years old or something like that at the time. And I remember sitting down with him uh, and I said to him, you know, you speak about a lot of stuff and a lot of stuff goes in one ear and out the other. And uh, I guess I'd done a fair bit of calculations on, on this kind of stuff. And I said to him, the, the contributions between 20 and 30 will deliver the same result at age 60 than if you'd done from yep. 30 to 60. Yep. So you can, you can get 30 years of, of uh, result in 10 years yep. if you start at 20 
rather than starting at 30. Like it's that big of a deal, that, that initial decade. And, and he, he literally took that one line and that was now seven, eight years ago. And he go, and, and he's absolutely killing it. He's, he just decided to salary sacrifice this chunk every week in a super. And he's all these years in uh, and he's actually, he's, he's almost now 30 and he's, he's almost achieved that, which blows my mind, right? Like he's actually well, done it. A hundred percent. I've got a story about that too, but yeah, the line I use around then is around that is uh, do something today that your future self will thank you for. Yeah, precisely. All right. So exactly to that point. So we've got a client who runs a very uh, successful uh, electrical uh, business. Um, has had a, has had a, a reasonably good year and, and wanted to give back to his staff members and came to see me because he knows that I've got some, some um, experience in, in in that space and said right Paul I, I want to work out how to how to build an employee benefits program you know wow. how do I sort these guys out he's got a lot of young you know a couple of apprentices and some young guys and I said okay well the best thing you can do so he was looking at paying the bonuses and things like that I said no. Let's not do that. Let's, you know, you can do that, give them pay rises over time and all that sort of thing. But let's do something unbelievably meaningful. So he paid for uh, me to go and see them all and make sure their super was aligned. But also he said he would match every dollar up to 2000 that they salary sacrificed into their super. He would match it. Sensational. Right. Uh, so, and it, it I mean, you, you do the sums, you know, salary sacrificing two grand, it's not that much, right? Oh my God, you wouldn't even notice it. Exactly right. It's 40 bucks a week or something like you, it's just gone. You wouldn't even notice it. Especially after tax. Oh my God. Right. That's exactly right. So you do that. He's putting another 2000 in plus the SG contribution. And it ended up, you know, and we, we, you know, you do the, uh, the, the assumptions and the, and the, and the graphs and it it was more than double that they would end up with their super, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Huge. For an amount putting, that they wouldn't even realize. Right, and putting it, and, and look, we didn't change super funds or whatever. So just, you know, it was always, you know, one, one had C-Bus, one had um, Aussie Super, like, you know, good, solid. Yeah. But making sure that they weren't in my super, because we all know that's a break to the bottom. <laughs> um, you know, getting them, you know, they're, they're quite young, put them into something that's a, a bit more aggressive and, and, yeah. and, and, and yeah, 100% growth. And, and the good that that does is massive, right? And oh, man. it works for the employer because they have a, a really good staff benefit strategy. Yeah. Because no one else is going to do that. No. And it doesn't really cost you that much. It's a government, it's not, it's a, it's a, it's a taxable expense. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty low super. cost for the employer as well. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. But again, it's affecting younger people. And, and I made sure I sat down with these young guys and, and, and made sure they understood what was going on. Yeah. You know, especially I do quite a big um, asset class um, presentation, spend time showing them what the asset classes mean. And, and, you know, it doesn't have to be over the top, but by the end they go, okay, I understand. And I want to do this. You know? Yeah. Um, again, re-educating people as to what risk is. Yep. Then that's a, that's a very, that's a very interesting one. You know, risk is probably to the heart of this, you know, people see things as risky. Um, yep. when they're not. Um, yeah, especially before uh, a sequencing risk at age 55, right? Like anything pre-age 55 is sort of irrelevant, almost. You, you, you almost want the market to tank 
for your entire career so that all the money that you go in means you're purchasing everything at a low price and then, you know, go up later on. So, so whenever, whenever I'm talking to mates and they go, uh, you know, Oh, my super's gone down 20%. I said, uh, awesome. Salary sacrifice more then you're getting a twi- an immediate twenty percent uplift without without breaking a sweat because obviously stop, stop looking at it yeah, yeah <laughs> the, the, because the reality is and and if you think about it, all the ASX or, or the stock market is is large companies so if large companies around the world tank right so it, so if the stock market over the next twenty or thirty years goes to hell right if that does happen you're not going to be worried about your super. You're going to be worried about finding food on the street somewhere. 100%. Like, like, yeah. like the, it, what would, what it would need to be Armageddon for the stock market oh. to, to go down. If anything, companies are getting better at acquiring and earning more money, which, which means the chances of the stock market going down is even reduced because it's becoming a science now. So, so the issue of- here has been that, you know, if you invest in your uh, super fund, you know, you're, you're, all you know is that it's called whatever super yeah. and it's in my super or it's in you know, aggressive or some, you know, some yeah. real bad terminology. Yeah. And, I, 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 and again, this is this re-education program, you know, <laughs> that we have to undergo as financial advisors where you've got to break the myths. And, you know, I had a client recently who was saying, well, I just, you know, I didn't have much money growing up and I see this super money and I just don't want to put it at risk and I'm just very careful of it. Mm, classic. But and I was like, okay, well, let's talk about it. Let's, let's un- unpack it and work out what's in your super and, you know, shares. Oh, shares go up and down. Okay, yeah, well, they do. But that's just because they're priced that way. It's not because, you know, and that's the market. It's not because... So we started talking about some of the funds, some of the shares that are in the funds and what that means and the holdings and how they all work. And it worked out, you know, should work for a few of them. And I said, well, <laughs> are they going anywhere? <laughs> Woolworths being one of them. Yeah, well, and I'm like, well, did you feel that was a risk? Oh God, no, that was a great company. So would you invest in that company? Oh, absolutely. Right. Let's turn risk on the head and, and let's look at, levers like you know having having cash and fixed interest in in a, in a growth portfolio it's, it's a handbrake right it, it, mm. they, they absolutely have their purpose in our world but for 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 the right situation absolutely um, and if you're in accumulation actually um, you, you you're the one that uh sort of walked me through a few years ago keeping you know two to three years of cash for uh, retirement right. clients. So, 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 so when you talk about sequencing risk, I don't see it as much because um, it's a management program over time. People are living longer. It's not like you retire and change everything to cash and then hope to, to <laughs> right. hold on, right? That's not a strategy. No, hope, God, no. Hope's not a strategy. <laughs> you know, you've got to, you've got to make sure that you have a good plan in place. So, yes, you know, even our, 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 um, you know, oldest, clients have growth elements in their portfolios because you, you need to get that income piece as well. So it's a very, it's a very, you know, I mean, we can go on to that for ages, but getting people to understand, you know, look, these funds, you know, these, these fund managers and, and look, we use fund managers. I, I, I probably have the skill set to do it, but I don't have the time and I don't want to do it. We use thorough professionals who are going to invest in these companies, yeah, and, and study them and go and meet these people. I mean, I've been in, in investor meetings and these companies are, are ripped apart by these fund managers. So yeah. 
they know exactly now, you know, exactly what's going on, what their future prospects are before they put a cent in. They're not just, you know, maybe with some of the index options, they're just having to, to invest in anything and everything. But, yes. you know, I love indexing and, and I've got no issues with that at all. So don't take that out of context. <laughs> but and we have that in our portfolio. But the, the, the listing rules to be on the ASX are really, really high. You know, ASIC, yeah. APRA, I mean, how many different, we know how many regulators we've got. Um, right. you know, too many. Um, <laughs> like it, it's the, the risk is that you're in the wrong asset class for your time frame. That's the risk. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Okay, that's the risk. Like that's risk to me. So if you have a very long time frame, the risk is that you are in cash and you don't have enough money left because yeah. you you don't you know you're not fighting inflation, you're not growing your pile, you're not using compounding. Just whacking your money into a term deposit, as we've seen, is death by the installment plan. You know, it, what are you getting on your term deposit now? You know, 0.8. N- yeah, negative after inflation. So it is a serious situation for yeah. people in that position. Whereas if you have some, you know, the, the right asset class, you know, you're, you're, you've built, you know, built up money over time, plus you've built up education. If you are an advisor and you're, you have clients, as long as you're educating them, they understand it by the time they hit retirement and you have to have, you know, change their mix. They understand what you're doing. They know why, because you've already prepared them. They've, they've been on the journey with you. Do you, but that do journey you, needs to start as young as possible. When, do when you, you're five. <laughs> do you, um, do you have a, a strict or year by year education program that you like to take ongoing clients through. Is that a part of your ongoing service that you say, okay, we're at year three, for example. So this is the sort of stuff that I kind of want to spend this year educating around or, or is it less structured than that? Look at right now it's less structured than that. I suppose it's in building me and cap where we are trying to move our, our business towards that. And awesome. as you know, these things take time. Oh, gotcha. um, and, and also every client's different. So it's not like they all come on, that's you want at the same spot, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, look, I know, I make sure I spend the time with each client to understand where they're at and where they need to be and where I need to move them. Plus, also where they, um, where they want to be in terms of education. A lot of the time they go, look, Paul, I don't want to know. I don't need to know. <laughs> I make sure we, we get them to where I need them to be. Yeah. But beyond that, Look, in our terms of our ongoing, um, we are we educate a lot. So at the start of COVID, we took the decision to over communicate, not under communicate. Yep. So you know, you either do to, you either go disappear and go, well, I'm not sure what's going on. I'll just stick to what we've done. We'll do an annual review. We, we as a business do a quarterly snapshot for every client, so they understand it. That's part of our education. So instead of them calling us up and saying where, what do I need or where am I, or I'm not sure, you know, there's certain events every quarter we send them a snapshot. So it's not a review. It's a snapshot of what they've got. So, and and if they call us up, we sort of train them and say, well, you sent your snapshot. It's all on there and everything they need. So what, what their super balances are, what their investment balances are, all their insurance, everything is laid out there quarterly for them. Awesome. With a market commentary on what's happened for the quarter. Cool. Okay. So that's seasonal. So we, we make it, spring, summer, you know, all that. Awesome. That was part of the decision to educate clients. So, so they know what they've got, because that's a big key. Most people don't know what they've got, let alone what to do with it. So awareness is the key. So that was a big part of what we do. Yes. During COVID, we took the decision to um, 
update weekly. Whoa. So I, every Friday uh, afternoon, um, once the market closes, I give a weekly update now. Um, Holy to, to our ongoing clients. They get, yeah, so it's whatever's happened during the week. And, you know, half the time you wait till Friday and go, like the other week I was uh, halfway riding one. I went and then I saw this headline, oh, Donald Trump got COVID-19. Like, Delete, let's start again. <laughs> Um, and as you would know from knowing me, you know, I get quite colourful with, with what I say and uh, Animated. You know, it's, it's, it's my, my, my opinion and, uh, and our opinion and as a practice, but yeah. you know, it's meant to actually show people what's happening instead of them seeing the headlines, markets up, markets down. I, yeah. I, I've educated now our, our wonderful client base around, um, volatility and what that means. Awesome. So it's been months now. I do it every week. It's probably going to form That's part amazing, of our practice yeah. going forward. Yeah, um, right. So it doesn't. It, it doesn't take that long. It, it's a couple of pages at max, and, and a few graphs. You know, yeah. and um, and it's evolving. You know, because I'm telling stories. I'm I'm not just talking about the market as a whole all the time. You drill down between stocks and get them yeah. to understand. There might be some really good stories on what's happened and why. Just so they can understand, instead of watching the headlines, you know, yeah, the headlines yeah, yeah. are inflammatory, and the headlines oh, are God. meant to sell newspapers or meant to yeah. sell eyeballs. That's what yeah. they're that's what they're for, right? Yes. Um, so yeah, we talk. Look, there's going to be some volatility around, and now our, our clients really know what that means now. You know, which is is a big. We feel like it's a big win, you know. And I get messages. We get, oh, thanks, we love it. You know, it's great because they they look to us for that guidance. So uh, we need to provide it. Mate, that's, um, that's awesome. Do, do you go into the volatility index on the Chicago exchange talking about the price of put options and, you know, no, no don't, don't go no, into that sort of stuff. No, no, no. Well, uh, you don't want to over egg it, mate. Um, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. You know, you, you've got to know who you're talking to. So yes. I'm not, I'm not writing this for advisors. I'm, I'm not writing this for, um, it's not money stuff, you know, what's his name from Goldman Sachs or ex-Goldman Sachs guy from, uh, you know, who's now writing for Bloomberg, money stuff. It's a great one if anyone wants to look it up. I'm not writing it for fund managers. I'm not writing it for uh, for you. I'm writing it for my yeah. treasured ongoing clients who yeah. I want to support and look after for forever. So um, it's, it, I know them. I know what they want generally and I mix it up. Um, around that so um, and it's a lot of the time it's um, it's been a you know pretty boring week I mean for a while we were you know and I use the ASX 200 as my uh, benchmark for, for Australia you know I'm saying it's another we're just oscillating around that one you know what we're up at 6200 we're down at 5800 but at the end of the day there's been sideways movement around that for a long time I mean you know we have a budget oh the market's up five and a half percent for the week oh it's huge well, you know where we are. We're just at the top of the range. You know, and let's see what happens. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, let let's just keep everyone calm and let's drip feed everyone who needs to be drip fed into the market is still being drip fed into the market. You know, just those sort of my job is to keep everyone calm, not get overexcited. Yes. Um, you know, react to things when we need to react to things. But you know, when the market fell during COVID, and we haven't spoken all about that, you know, it was like, well, 
I didn't know what was going on. No one did. You know, no, anyone who not. says they did is... Well, it was a complete non-systemic issue. It was... It was there was... Man-made, totally, yeah. Yeah, you couldn't report on it because it was... It wasn't a financial thing. It was a behavioural thing, technically. Well, and, and, you know, we were probably saying the market was topping out before then anyway and had some worrying signals and, you know, we're... Yeah, I was watching that. I'm shorting or anything, but, you know, no one would have seen what happened. And yeah. no one would have seen the bounce back either, you know. Um, God, yeah. The violent bounce back. I mean, plenty of people, oh, yeah, I got out. And I'm like, great, you're back in. No, I'm not back in. <laughs> oh, you know. my God, yeah. And it's... It's the worst so mistake me, possible. Well, is it? You know, nothing. as long as you don't overcommit, you know, and, and make something fatal, um, yeah. you're well, going to be I, right. And, I ha- and I ha- having that three years in cash as your response yeah. to, for, for all our retiree clients, mate, Making Purchasing sure that they had three years of, of expenses in cash as part of our plan. Like they weren't, none of them, they were like, oh, none of them were stressed. Mate, that's sensational. Yeah, there's, 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 there's a lot to talk about in terms of uh, COVID as well. But just out of respect for your time, um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put it a, a pause on it now, but I'm sure we'll get episode five out within the next... <laughs> The next six or so months, mate. So, uh, look, thank you again, as always, Paul, for coming on. I really do appreciate your insights, man. I love what you're doing. Obviously, big fan of uh, – yeah, I've, I've just learned so much from you over the years. So, uh, mate, thanks for coming on. Mate, I love being on here. And, yeah, look, anyone wants to get in touch with us, it's at uh, truedirection.com.au. Um, and, yeah, our, our education program is called 45 Billion Reasons. You'll see a bit more of that coming out over the next uh, few months. So, yeah, uh, hopefully that has a big impact on the community as well. So it's called 45 Billion Reasons, by the way, because uh, that's the uh, credit card debt in Australia. So we want to tackle ah, that, right? So, um, interesting. A lot of people are paying that off at the moment, but um, that was the idea behind it, getting people to understand uh, what they're doing. Awesome. And you're also uh, quite active on XY as well, so advisors can find you on there. So, mate, thank you so much for coming. Pleasure, Clay. Great to see you, mate, and uh, talk soon. All right, cheers, mate. Bye.